Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Well, here we are. Ah. Somebody said that they'd miss your ah, uh, and then <laughs> had it last time. So uh, I thought I'd throw There'll it be in another one. I'm I've sure. had I have the shittiest day today. I almost tell had an, me. I almost had an Eliza-like meltdown where I just uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Oh my god. A small, small meltdown. I can't I, wait. I pray for that day. I will be retweeting and retweeting <laughs> and retweeting. When your I just meltdown. talk about how great I am, and you know, I mean, there is a point where we all think to ourselves. Wait, are you going to talk about your day first? Oh yeah. We'll okay. get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that. it. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. My day was fine. In the in the end, it was amazing, right? Mm-hmm. As we know. Um, oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got a date for Conan. Yeah, and and because uh, I'm on the you know the workers email, right? I was like, oh my god, they, she got a date. Yes, yes, and that I got cool. uh, yeah, I got um, I got a because JP had emailed me and said. Because what I did was I took the initiative because we talked about maybe August or September. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be later. Right, me too. I was, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so I, now, I, now I'm like, oh, my God, quick, work it's on it. It's too soon. Too soon, quick, <laughs> quick, quick. And so, uh, but now it's July 12th, July 12th, and, and it's awesome. That's great. But uh, so I sent him my avails. <laughs> Because he said l- late August, early September. Uh, so I was like, yeah, we talked about this. So I thought I'd send you my avails for when I'm in town. Just make so it you know. easy. Make it easy. Try to make it as easy as possible. And he said it back and he said, oh, these are great. What do you think about these uh, J- uh, July 11 or 12? And I said, yeah, whenever, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I will uh, move heaven and earth. And um, and so then it, it he offered July 12th today. And so now I have to freaking work on it. But um, how do you feel? Right now, uh, well, are, are you com- are you comfortable I just with every did a set, set and, yeah? Because I had a bad day, and then you know what fixes a bad day? A set, a mm-hmm. uh, good set, um, or a bad set a will bad make set. your uh, set a differently bad day, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> because today I was just I was just in a weird funk about the world, mm-hmm. and then I was in, um, and then there was. Oh, I got a weird email, a dork forest email from this guy who listens to both podcasts, mm-hmm. and he said. Um, so your t-shirts are union made at the Dork Forest, but you, you ride around in a Lyft and an Uber. I'm a cab driver. And so I emailed it and he said, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. And I said, he, yeah, he did say something. He did say something. And I said, I'm not saying blow me, but you can blow me. And I, (laughs) I emailed him back. I was so mad. So eloquent. I don't know why you're not a politician. I don't understand why. You handle criticism so well. Such a lady. (laughs) And the thing is, is I'm usually super polite and patient with people, but today was just a bad day. And I was like, man, have you ever tried to get a cab anywhere but New York City? It isn't easy. Right. First of all. Mm -hmm. Second of all, yes, I would love to tell you that I am the best liberal in the world and I do everything right. But guess what? Feet of clay. Feet of clay. Mm -hmm. And uh, fuck off. Because there's any number of... I got all kinds of problems. I (laughs) I I drop the ball right and left. You do what you can afford to do. Yes. And... uh, and if you if you know that's why it's like so galling and uh, and annoying that you know like Al Gore flies in a corporate jet someplace you, you know when it's right. it's somebody it's like well you know you could you could take first class well Al Franken on a plane on a regular yeah but yeah yeah if I become a politician yeah never gonna happen <laughs> uh, but if I would but you're laying uh, the groundwork for your hypocrisy exactly I'm it's laying the gro- brilliant I'm I'm not I'm not flying coach I'm not, it's not happening <laughs> it's awful uh, not because you travel so much mm-hmm. that I would travel I would I would travel first class and then people would be like mm, hypocrite and you're like uh huh anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit happens but here's what I do do is if I I said do do uh, mm-hmm. here's what I do is that if I see a soldier in uniform I give up my first class seat to that person that's nice well because that banana head has to go into a war zone and I do not May- so I can yeah. sit and coach for three yeah they could hours. be stationed in Germany mm-hmm. which is a sweet or gig. Hawaii I would find out where they're stationed first before <laughs> I give up <laughs> exactly so before I, I wor- give up my I worked on my set tonight. Seat. 
And yeah. we're, so I did a set over in Thai Town. Over by Jumbo's Clown Room, the the premise of oh every mediocre comic in the world in Los Angeles. What do you mean? Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah. I've heard. I've lived. I've here worked for so the Clown long. Room. It's terrifying, oh, and really? it's not in a very. Um, am it's I in Thai Town? I don't know where Thai Town is. Well, it's east. <laughs> okay, but is it, it? It's on a road that's very poorly lit. The Clown House. Well, it's. Uh, is it's that the Clown Jum- House? No, no. It's called Jumbo's Clown Room. Yeah, the is bikini bar. Oh, it's a it's a food place. It's no, it, a restaurant. It's a strip club. Oh no, this is a this is a clown comedy room. Have you worked that one? No, no. Please let me write down who books it. What? <laughs> it's what it's a it? weird it's a, room um, where clowns work. No, where there are clowns all over. Like uh, you know, like uh, that place we stayed, the bed and breakfast that yeah. had mannequins everywhere. Yeah. This place is lit in red lights. It's all red inside, and there's uh, clowns. There's, nope. There's clown <laughs> yeah. mannequins. There's clown paintings. There's clown iconic. Yeah. I kind of. I can't talk. I'm tired. I, I want to be you. home. I know you do. I love um, the text message we both got. Hey, anybody running late? I didn't want to leave exactly on time. But you guys were. So all already here, right. so I left I, three minutes early. Right, I arrived. Yes, and so we will be three minutes ahead of schedule mm. to end this program. I have to wake so. up so early tomorrow morning. I'm doing a, a interview. I have to drive to Culver City at like uh, I have to be there at seven before in the morning work? before work, and do uh, just a quick interview on uh, the the Canadian NPR. Right to plug the album. Yes. Okay. So it's good. It's a lot yeah. of uh, yeah, yeah, it's no, a lot it's of ears. Yeah. But um, it's real early. Yeah, that's super early. And then I have to drive back to Burbank and then take my son to summer camp. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That's an that's early... fine. But it'll it's just like but, it, but, it, but it'll of... be tiring. It'll yeah. be a big day. Yeah. So... I'm, like I'm already angry about the lack of sleep, <laughs> and I haven't even gotten the lack of sleep. <laughs> right. Right. You're preemptively. Yes. Yes. <laughs> full of, Enraged. Full of rage. Um, so your set is, yeah. so now tell, tell you, me, are you? I'm psyched about the new opening joke, okay. which is yet to be approved. Okay. Uh, I'm psyched about every joke up until, get this, I've ruined the final joke. The final joke no longer works. What happened? Uh, I've clearly, uh, I have old tape where it does work, so I must have changed you gotta the You've got to go back and listen. I gotta go that back helped and listen. me too. I, I, I was like, what? Because you start deleting things yeah. left and right, and, that, and then you, then you've, and diddle, man. Left, you've taken something out that's crucial, and you don't know why. And or I don't or, know or rhythmically, it's crucial, you know? I think it's rhythm. I think I kept the, I kept the timing. I just have to listen to the right rhythm. I, I found that when I switched from taking all crowd work out of this last chunk I did, yeah. that that kind of fucked with the, the rhythm. And yeah. It took me a couple of weeks to get it, you know, back. The, yeah. So it was a nice and tight joke. I don't joke. have a couple of weeks. I have just a couple of weeks. You have a couple of weeks. Yeah. So you can figure it out. You know, no, it'll be fine. I just got to pick up. Uh, this week I'm doing a bunch of sets in town. So that's good. And that'll be good. And what, what's your schedule like? Is it a lot of road work or what? Well, I was supposed to go do this. Uh, when we record this, I was supposed to, uh, I had road work, but now I'm just going to visit my family for. Can you long. get a lot of spots in? Uh, no, I picked up one open mic spot that'll that'll get this weekend. In Is there Milwaukee. a club in Milwaukee? You could. There's the dirtbag club that pays you with the gun on the table. Just uh, do five minutes. Can you just do five there? No, no, no. How come? Because no, they don't. I, I'm like I'm Christ-like in Milwaukee. I never. My miracles do not work in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> what? They don't like you? They don't like me. What? I know. It's hard to believe. <laughs> Your hometown always shits on you. That's that it. is the truth that about is the comedy. Truth about you never get the comedy. respect you need. Yep. It never feels good. Right. And I thought about driving to Madison and picking up a set at yeah. the Madison Club, but they have a theme night. And then, uh, so it's some sort of other kind of show. But I might see if I could pick up a set. But I've got Who can for say sure no set. to five minutes? Besides the comic strip, they told me no when I. Oh, did they? Yes. In oh, fact, I was. Crazy. I had a, like two hours in between spots at Stand Up New <laughs> York, like, which on. is on the Upper West Side. Uh-huh. And I had emailed somebody there, and they said, "Yeah, we we'll, we can squeeze you in." And uh, and then I get there, and the ho- the guy who's hosting was like, "Oh yeah, no worries. You know, we're not running tight." And then I asked, I go, "Hey, I'm doing Kona next week. Can I do a spot to the manager?" And he goes, "Nope." I was like, what? Oh, yep. Wow. All, All right. right, then. Yep. Okay. Right. And just full of rage. Uh, just the idea that I can't do a bunch of sets in Milwaukee yeah. just makes me furious. Yeah. But uh, there's no it. comic run things you could do. Are there comics that are doing their own shows? I emailed. I, I, I asked a bunch of uh, Milwaukee comics that I know. Nobody's got anything. Mm. But um, it's fine. Um, what I'll do is I'll just listen to a lot of tape. Would the club that doesn't like you mm-hmm. and you don't like them? 
No. Would would I don't you know if you've ever been paid to... with a gun pointed at you where they underpay you $75 and Forget then wait that. for you to say anything? For, you need to use everybody, and yeah. it doesn't matter if they're good people you'd, or bad you'd people. Think. It, you but need to get, right? Happening. You want as many five-minute spots, and you don't care who books it, uh, even if they point guns. Really. Uh, Can you what, just say, I'm doing Conan, January, whatever, uh, July 12th, I, want, I need five-minute sets. Can I just do a couple? Right. It's interesting that you don't care that my life is in danger. No, but, I don't. <laughs> you're like, fucking pick I, up a set. I know what we're going it's, for uh, here, okay? Right. I don't, uh, yeah, I know. It's, uh, well, let me tell you something. Okay. Uh, st- uh, standing ovation, uh, first one in five years. Uh, I <laughs> will not be uh, having that in my brain uh, prior to going up, and you I'll, wouldn't put it there. By the way, I'll never have it again. I mean, I sh- uh, uh, if I was I smart, can... I would quit comedy right now because well... the next one won't be that good. There's no way well, what I... I really fucked myself over, except well... for the four minutes Afterwards, could, after I that happened, I felt good. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll work the room uh, before I go up and just go, hey, who, who wants a five spot? <laughs> you should do. And just start. You should ask Gary Cannon if you could do five minutes. Before. Warm. <laughs> just five minutes <laughs> warm up before. the Conan audience before the show Hey, you guys, I'm going up again in about an hour. <laughs> see this face? You're going to want to stand up. Before I, my butt doesn't lie. You want to see my butt? <laughs> oh my Stand god! Up. Yeah, that'd be so funny. That would be brilliant for comics to do that. Yeah, you just go. You're going to do a couple minutes for the crowd before, mm-hmm. and j- different material, dirtier, so right. they like you. Right. So and they then, like you, you know, already. Yeah. Yep. So they know what you are. Oh my god! Why aren't we doing that? Why isn't know. every late night show doing that? It really would. That help. makes sense. It makes so much. You sense. You have a better set. The show's better. It's a. You're, you're, there's you're, no lose. There's no lose because you already you're like you hit your spot. Yes, they you do know five you. different minutes. You go back to your room. You're like, oh, I know where I'm it's standing. It's no I different know. from the Rock comes on the show and they they know him because they've seen his movie, so they know yep. him. If you're a comic, they don't know you. That's it. You do a couple minutes before the show, they fucking know you. We're changing lives. Oh here. my god, <laughs> why aren't we doing this? this I don't know. Yeah. it makes sense. Yep, set before the set. Yes. And the crowd would love it. Yep, they really would. They just want to laugh. That's why they came to the uh, late night. It turns taping. out, yeah, they're coming to it. It was. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was talking to this woman uh, that I know who's ninety because that's that's the I hang out with everybody. What is she? But uh, she doesn't. <laughs> I just know people. There's just some normal people I know, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm cynical. Mm, I don't approve of that. About that, and, uh, and, and I said. I'm doing Conan, and she said, "Now who is that?" <laughs> and uh, it's like me when you when you talk about a specific song. Yeah, and uh, I was like, uh, "Think Johnny Carson, but current and alive and on television." <laughs> and uh, she was like, "Oh, one of those." Could I? Will I stay up? And I said, "We could stop talking now, Eleanor." Can I? Can I? Wh- anyway. What are you getting from this friendship? She doesn't know what you're talking about. You have to explain everything five times. She's a friend of mine's mom. See, okay. look out! Look. I'd be a hit with your mom. Please. People's moms love me. You know me. what? Hit and mom, you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> Those two words in one sentence works for me. Exactly. Uh, oh, my God. So I had a, a conversation with a mutual friend who I will not name because she was talking about how she's going to put out her first CD. Yeah. And she had not put out her first CD. And she's been doing it probably 20 years. Can I see the name? Sure. Uh, so um, the uh, um, she's going to do her first CD. Oh, yeah. And, yes, yeah. Uh, the reason she never did her CD before is because she was like, well, I only want to do a CD when I get a, um, a Grammy. What? Wait, you have to get the Grammy first? Well, she's Wait, like, well, what? no, no, she's going to do the CD if it's only Grammy oh, worthy. Grammy eligible or Grammy yeah, worthy? Worthy. She's like, I'm not going to record anything until it's Grammy worthy. So it has worthy. to be as good as Millie Vanilli's best effort. Ever. Yes. And, uh, and, and like, it has to be Richard Pryor yeah. uh, with, you know, George Carlin on his shoulder and then Phyllis Diller on his other shoulder. You know, whatever. And I was like, what are you, nuts? Just do, a th- I have four CDs, nine people have listened to all four of them, right? And then this time, 18 people listened to this one. I've or- I'm already hugely it's famous. It's monthly income. Oh, at this point, it's, yeah. And at this point, there's, you're leaving money, <laughs> you're just leaving money on the table, yeah. which I sound like my dad. But It's true, it's free money. It's free money if you don't put out albums, and it's ridiculous if you When you right? do put out an album, I'm saying you've already yes. done that material, it's out, and they'll play it on a radio station yeah. and give you money every month. Right, well, the reason I put out the first album was to have, um, so I could stop doing those jokes. Yeah. 
and make sure that they were did that Did that actually work? Nope. <laughs> oh, I just, this last weekend I worked open for Regan. Yeah. Oh, and how was that? It was so great. For the first time ever. Yeah. I was relaxed and I didn't do my salesman aluminum siding joke from 1997. Thank you very much. <laughs> because for the last three years I've opened for him, right? Not yeah. a lot, but, and, and I've just gotten more comfortable with him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like getting to know you, right? Sure. It's like, yeah. I'm not great socially, so it takes a second. <laughs> and I just, am sitting with We're Brian still Reagan. working on it, by the way. I know we are. And, uh, <laughs> so, but the, so I'm a little fangirly to some yeah. extent with Regan. Every yeah. time I see him, I want him to be good. This time I was like, you know what? First of all, he told me he got a two Netflix deal. Wow. He got, yeah, two. And remember last year he did his Radio City musical. Yeah, last year. This week, the uh, this will air this this will air right after he records the, okay. the first of his Netflix specials. Eight months after he just did forty one minutes live for Comedy Central, he has to do an hour for Netflix that has never been on television. Wow. Or on a special, I guess. And then a year from now, another hour. Wow. So, I mean, he's just on another. Plane. Well, you know? I worked with him in January God of this damn. year, 2017. Yeah. And I had worked with him last year right after the, the Radio City music. Mm-hmm. And he had 15 minutes new in that seven months. And now since I worked with him in January, he's got another 20 new. Wow. I was like, what? And it was hilarious, though, at one point. We're, so we're in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And, uh, and he says, so you got a new president. Dead silence. Just Everybody tenses up, and he looks at him and he goes, I've never been more frightened to say those words out loud in my life. <laughs> he said, I've never been more frightened. What is it? Just, on ne- stage, he said On that? stage, okay. he said to the audience, I've never been more frightened to talk about a topic in my life. He said, not politically, socially. <laughs> and uh, it was so, because they just tight. He was, yeah. he was like, it's going to be fine, you guys. It's me. And I was like, yeah. So did fine. he go further with that, or did he just throw yeah. it out there and decide well, he's not got, to? He's got these jokes that are political. They're mostly, you know, his political stuff is mostly social, sociopolitical, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it's just like, be a decent Issues. person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his, they're, they're political only in the sense that don't be a dirtbag. Well, everyone, it's so smart because everyone can read into that, that he's talking about me. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because Republicans or people that, that vote for Trump, Trump think they're nice and mm-hmm. think they're, you know, doing right. the right thing. Right. I don't know what they're thinking. Quite oh, I do. Um, I hear it but... every day. Oh, my condolences. <laughs> and uh, so, but anyway, so I She's did... not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But maybe... Oh, my God. So you've, uh, you've alerted the gods. Right. Just to let you in on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but the... Yeah, so I did, I did, uh, I did some new stuff from my new album. Mm -hmm. That is a little. I mean, he doesn't care if it's dark. He likes dark, uh, but some of it, like I, I did the the friendship bit, Mm -hmm. and um, I just I changed one word from lover to boyfriend, Mm -hmm. and I changed, uh, but I still use the word statutory Mm -hmm. because of the the nine year old in the audience. Doesn't yeah. know what statutory is. And sure. if you've brought a nine-year-old to a comedy club, feel free to explain what statutory is. <laughs> and uh, so and then I did one other joke that was also a little dark, and it was fine. And I just, I felt so much more relaxed. Yeah. I just felt happy. Well, the less rules you have and the more comfortable you feel like, I can just be myself. And if I slip up, it's not going to be crazy. Right. Because, I, you know, for three I don't, there's just been certain times when I feel like I'm about to have Tourette's yeah. in front of these people. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and I don't, I'm not going to. Yeah. My brain's attached to my mouth. Yeah, you're not and Bill Maher. I'm not Bill Maher. I'm, I'm a, a comedian. I can't help it. I can't the stop myself. just comes out of me. You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, complete maroon. Um, um, but, oh, and then we had a dark night mm-hmm. where we did Fayetteville, Arkansas, and then drove overnight in his tour bus. So I was in a bunk yeah. for nine hours from Fayetteville to, to uh, Austin, Texas. And then that sounds kind of fun. No, yeah. well, it's fine. It was for like, one night, not forever. Right, right. It's fine. And then, and then we had a we had hotels when we got there at seven a.m. So uh, oh wow, yeah. So we had a hotel um, 
at 7 a.m. that we could check into, and then it was uh, good for that day and the night. Yeah. So, and then the next day, we just drove the hour and a half, two hours to San Antonio to do another show. Mm -hmm. But so I had a day in Austin to do whatever I wanted, and I had dinner with Martha Kelly. Oh, man. My phone blew up because of uh, Cuckoo Bird for Cocoa Puffs. Talking oh. about how she works harder than everybody Eliza. else. I know. And, uh, <laughs> and we've all thought oh that. We've God. all thought, I'm the only one working here. Yes. But nobody then asks us for... Well, I mean, the, we don't say it out loud. You know, first of all, whatever you have to tell yourself before you get up on stage, <laughs> you never tell anyone. You never tell a reporter. You, don't, you keep that crazy shit inside your head. Exactly. All right? Yeah, I mean, you've, we've done comedy competitions where people are shadow boxing, and who know who the fuck knows? They've got headphones on. They're blah, it's like I don't know what's happening, and you're about to get How do on you stage. Psych out, yeah, yeah. We all psych, psych up some way. Yeah, psych up whatever you want. You're on the road all the time. It's you know, I'm sh- you. You also have to feel like it's there's a point to you doing comedy. You know, right? And <laughs> so I understand. If she if she has to tell herself, I am changing minds, I, right. I can understand that because it is so hard to keep doing stand-up. And especially uh, the way she's doing it, she's doing so much road work, so much club headlining, so many Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, right? Is she? Is she doing? I think no, no, so. No, she's got a sketch show, and I don't know. what. Uh, what's her road schedule like? She is it? like a motherfucker. She okay. does tour. Yeah, yeah. She's right about working hard. Yeah. I mean, no, you said that about her, no, you know? I, and I, and so, I will forever. So, yeah. so I understand thinking there's an, an overarching theme to your life, yeah. and your life is I'm going to change these minds. But I have news for anyone. I mean, for I'm everyone. sure Frederick Douglass thought, well, once they hear me speak, there will be no more racism. <laughs> right. You know, like, but no not one... out loud. He didn't say it out loud. No, 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 no. He didn't say it out loud. And it it doesn't seem to work ever. You know, I mean, culture changes slowly and. Uh, whatever is changing about women will it will take another hundred or two hundred or four hundred more years. But there have been brilliant murderer female comics on stage um, doing stand up since you know this. And I'm just doing like think, think, just talking about our world. I'm not talking about you know Sarah Bernhardt or people in doing you know shit right. in the 1900s British, or yeah. Catskill stuff. I'm just talking about you know from. 1980 on where there's actual comedy clubs have been killing and it doesn't and still fucking Vanity Fair would publish something from Christopher Hitchens where the the title on the front page of the cover of Vanity Fair is women aren't funny right you know Mm -hmm. well you know how can you how can you write that when Sue Murphy is destroying when Carrie Snow destroys when Marsha and this is all just the West Coast people I know I mean there were women on the East Coast, Judy Gold probably even around that time. It's like how no, how could thousand. you? So there's there's always there's millions of examples that every time that that make your argument bullshit. So yeah. the arg- so the fact that there's funny women isn't going to change the minds of people that don't like women, right? It just isn't. No, it isn't. And nope. the, and it, it, there's the fact that there's It'd be nice if they stop funny, publishing those headlines. Yeah, funny anything. <laughs> it it doesn't seem to change the mind of assholes. You no. know. Racists don't change their mind after they watch Dave Chappelle. Right. You know? They will, yeah, they they will continue to, A, think that they're not racist Mm -hmm. or sexist, and they'll say things like, you're funny for a woman, you're funny for a black guy, you're Mm -hmm. funny for this, you're funny for someone who's super short, whatever they're... But it's, it's just like it's it, the good news. My phone blew up and it was hilarious. It was fascinating. It I was, could yeah. not stop searching her name and finding it, seeing what people were saying about her. It was because it was like it, it's like um, we're all a little bit delusional to, mm-hmm. to continue with this career and I, to see someone that's a like a little bit. 400 times more delusional you're like oh my god that I'm could be me by comparison yeah that could be me like mm-hmm. i'm not that far away from her in mental no. in, in mentally think like i do have another part of my head that goes no you know and she doesn't right. apparently which maybe fuck her career's going great maybe that's the thing maybe it works well but the thing is is you look at other women who have had essentially the same uh opportunities that are different and it's not to compare her specifically one on one, not on the air anyway. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> we need a Patreon where we really name names. <laughs> right. Because, uh, yeah, nobody's <laughs> nobody's paying just to hear their own name. Get but it was uh, like, uh, yeah, I mean, there's. There's there's a thousand. Did you read Felicia's thing? Yes. Yeah. And because Felicia's thing was amazing. Felicia yeah. Michaels. Felicia Michaels wrote a really good essay. It, like Felicia, very very funny. And and she took a break. And before she took a break, she was like on fire. A headliner, all, working. She was every on, fucking club in the country. She was on a sitcom. Killing. You know. Yeah, I opened for her. Yeah. In 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 and it was amazing. And she she destroyed. And it's. And she had an amazing, she had essentially, that's a person who had a career like Eliza's career, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And, you know, was very sexy and very, like, exploited for that sex, Mm -hmm. that that sexiness, and and took it and owned it, Mm -hmm. and then also destroyed and murdered on stage. Yes, yes. As her own comic. Yeah. You know, just did her comedy, and it was smart, and it was funny, and it was dirty as fuck. Mm -hmm. And, um, and... She never said those things out loud, even if she thought them, right? I mean, and I, I, I'm, I'm that close to thinking. I genuinely sometimes get that thing in my head where yeah, I'm like, I, I'm changing the world. You I'm the only need, one I'm, working I for a living. I would argue you need that thing in your head. Yeah. Again, in your head. In your head. Don't <laughs> say it out loud. You've got to say it in your head. Yeah, that's an inside your head voice, as I like to uh, say. You really do need it, because otherwise, why would you go through all this? Why right. would you? It's so, it's such hard work. It takes forever. And it, most of the time, you feel like you're going nowhere. You know? Right. So part of you has to be like, you're changing the world. You're changing people's opinions. You're cha- you're, it's, it's more than making a joke work. It's bigger than that like and it helps you to keep going yeah you know yeah and in a very tiny way (laughs) it's true well in a very tiny not it's you're not going to change if you're a female comic change the mind of outright sexist but there's there'll be people in the audience who are dating a sexist who are like oh my fucking god right oh I didn't realize. And there'll be a stirring in the soul. And then right. that, that, you know, you touch that person. It's a pebble in, in the water. Yes. And the ripples are real. The ripples yeah, are real. Right. And it's all fine. But the, if you think that you are, you know, Bill Gates getting rid of polio, <laughs> you are not. And uh, it is, yeah. It, what? I Wait, mean, Bill, did Bill Gates get rid of polio? I think polio was gone for a long time. Polaria. Malaria. 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 Thank you. <laughs> Thank God. Well, polio might be making a comeback. <laughs> and here's in Santa Monica, uh, Monica, because no one's getting guys. vaccines Every time anymore. I just sort of pick some news item that I haven't read enough about. <laughs> Take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, but you know, I um, it was so I was thinking about Eliza and. Last Comic Standing, because one of the things... You guys were roommates. We were roommates, but before her, I was roommates with Nikki Glaser. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because essentially, Paige Hurwitz was like, let's stick Jackie with the hot 22-year-old blonde who's (laughs) going to be really successful. (laughs) And uh, and I was like, well, I'll be supportive. And and the thing, they are... They both have tiny dogs. Yeah. They both have their own sketch shows. <laughs> they both are blonde and, a, and of, a, of an age. Yeah. But they have very different, and they both work their asses off. Yes. Mm-hmm. They are both incredible, but they are very different women. They're yeah. very different humans. Different acts. And different much, acts yeah. and different people. Yeah. And it is, it was so funny. So we've established that these two different people are different people. Yeah, let's okay. establish it. Great. But the fact that uh, <laughs> I love, and the only reason I say it is entirely about me. Yeah. Why the fuck did Last Comic Standing keep shoving me with like 22-year-old blonde <laughs> girls that they expected me to, I don't know. I, it was like, am I mentoring Did they want you to or? eviscerate them or something? Or well, they, don't, I, don't they want friction? Don't they, they want t- an totally argument? Want, well, it's why I never made the top 10 is because I hate confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> so I, there's not going to be any weird. Like yeah. Eliza had this thing where she's, uh, she said, "Let's pretend to fight," uh, yeah. and uh, I'll pretend to, I'll, I'll slap you, I'll just uh, tap you, and and say, "I want this bed," and you say, "No, I don't. You can't have that bed. I want that bed," because we were sharing this. Well, that, that is how female comics communicate. Well, there was so some scratching not, yeah, and a pillow it's not fight. A lot of we were both of them are underpants. It was oh important. My <laughs> and, uh, oh my god! But I'll tell you, the video of that went viral. 
Really? Yeah, it was on like you who viral. Oh my god, uh, old lady, whatever. So she wasn't wrong. Yeah, and uh, you know, she is good at what she does. Yeah, and it's yeah. and it's. Uh, but I wish. I, d- I wish she had not said it out loud. No, and yeah. the stuff she said was, well, it was, was just about annoying. It. Yeah, but uh, do you feel like she might be going into Kyle Cease land where if you have a goal to be a feminist for women, now all the, your goal is different too as opposed to I just want to kill, right? Mm-hmm. I just want to be funny. Because now right. if you're saying I want to I impact people in this way, you're saying this is how when I want, I met her, that I was want her to goal. control how you feel about me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you she, do that anyway when you, you you want them to think you're funny. Yeah. You know, where you want them to laugh. But but wanting something bigger than that is is uh it now you're it's like a cult of personality a little bit more. Right. Maybe I don't, yeah, God I don't knows know. what she wants at this point. But all, all I know is that when she said it, I was like, Oh, boo, what are you doing? I was I disappointed, know. is what I was, because I was like don't hit us. We're st- we're standing right here. I know. We're not. Well, nobody's a threat to you. You're fine. You're there's right. plenty of work. You're gonna be good. So, and and I'm just sort of I, I'm sick of proving to to dudes to have to prove to women is always even when a woman comes up to me and says usually I don't like women comics but I like you, it is somehow a million times worse. I know. And I, it just, which isn't fair because I should be just as mad, but I'm like, don't you go to work every day no, and get underestimated? We, yes. Don't, yes. No, and I so, think you have the right to expect women to be a, a little smarter about that yeah, just, than men. You're in the same fishbowl as yeah. I am. This is the same water. We're drinking right. the same fucking Kool-Aid. Yeah. So it is, it was whatever. But uh, Sue Murphy, I was going to tell you, the first time I, I emceed for Sue Murphy in at Acme in Minneapolis, uh, we're sitting in the green room and she goes, somebody get me a soda. I'm the headliner. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yes! That's how you fucking do it, motherfuckers. <laughs> and I jumped up because I was the MC, and she goes, wrong answer, Cation. <laughs> You say to me, get your own fucking song. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I wish she'd have stayed right Stop in that place. It? Yes. Oh, it was pretty it was pretty That's great. great. It was, uh, I but it made me laugh. Did she do you remember if she did her Star Trek bit? No, I don't uh, no, I don't remember really, that. Bit. It was, it was, it was your a classic. favorite one? Yeah. It was a classic. Oh, yeah. I don't remember a single line from it, but it was like All nine minutes is, long. About and it was Star the Trek. greatest Star Trek bit. Yeah. The only other thing I remember about her oh, she was on the Dork Forest one time, long time ago. Talking such, about what? She gorilla trims trees. What's that mean? Means that in her trunk, that she has a saw that she can't. She'll tri- She'll she'll prune trees on the way home from whatever writing gig she was. Doing. That is illegal. You can't just go <laughs> cutting branches off of people's trees. Oh, yeah. That's what why is she, she does doing? it at night. That's she was like, yeah, I know, I know it's illegal, but I can't take it. That tree's gonna die. Um, one of my favorite bits I ever saw her do was about feral cats. Yeah. I saw her get, Laura Keitlinger got really mad at her at Largo. Yeah. She was talking about how when she was in San Francisco, she owned this uh, house. She had a little house and uh, there was she had feral Let's cats. Let's just stop right there. She owned a house yep. in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But this is 20 years ago. I know. Did she keep it? I don't think so. Fuck. I know. Mistake. People's real estate mistakes involving San Francisco are that might be my dork is forest. It, is, it, is it heartbreaking? I, I'm obsessed with when did you sell it? Why? Did, what were you thinking when you sold it? Why didn't yeah. you keep it? Because I know so many comics that bought a house in San Francisco. You know, back when it was sold cheap, it too long, and too, too long, too ago. soon. Yeah, and uh, because they moved to L.A. and it's like, no, you wouldn't ever have to work again. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh, you can Airbnb eat. I, I'm. I can't even. I just right. fantasize about their houses. Do you care and the more about it than the Kennedys? Making. Are you still? Remember yes, you and I'm kind of done with the Kennedys. You well, know, it was a rabbit hole that you went pretty far down into. It's and over. I think that it's fine. It's uh, there's one new one that's not bad. His name's Joseph Kennedy, and I think he's RFK's grandson. I forget which one is his dad. But then there's some. There's Chris Kennedy who's running for governor and. Illinois, I think, and he seems oh, okay. whatever. Who yeah, cares? yeah, okay. not enough. So Tom Rhodes and his yes. wife Ash, Ashna, yeah, were uh, playing the improv in San Antonio. So yeah. we went there after. Oh, yeah. cool! Yeah. I didn't know there was an improv in San Antonio. Well, it's not in the improv group. It's sort of there's two clubs. There's this improv. LOL. 
and LOL, which, the by River the way, Center. I did uh, – the River Center is an improv now. But oh. it's not the improv. It's booked by something called Coastal. Anyway, so is oh by Linda Linda Rowe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they but so they bought the improv name to they put must, on. Yeah, they must pay something to it. But do it they, are weird. they getting more people? It's it a pain was, in the ass to get to. It was well, it's, right it's next on the to top the of a mall and yeah, uh, next to the Alamo. It, it, there's a Hagendaz store in between. Well, the it's Alamo in a mall, mall that's next to the Alamo, yes. and it's you know the mall <laughs> experience. I mean, there it's it's a dying uh, American. Uh, Landscape the mall. Is it? Yes. Yeah. They're they're oh, empty. Did you read an article? What I happened? did read an article. And <laughs> I uh, I first of all, that. malls have polio, and <laughs> Bill Gates is curing them. Malaria. They have malaria. <laughs> That's what's doing. Uh, but, anyway, I think anyway. it's tough to get people to go up there. That one of my I I I would frequently tape my sets on the road in case I had audience interaction that was you know fun that to was cut interesting, up. Yeah. And the one time, uh, one time I did this, um, somebody in San Antonio threw bread at me when I was on stage. And the whole time I was what? like dealing with a guy, I'm like, please God, let this video be going. Please let it be. Because sometimes the camera of the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not sourdough. Just a regular roll. <laughs> but it, yeah. It's on my. It's, you can find it. Yeah. Someone was telling me that they loved some videos that you posted of you doing uh, not great you posted some videos of uh, early Gee, early I didn't sets. do that on purpose. What do you mean? Early what the sets. fuck? They said it was early sets. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe a long time ago I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you were. It would, and uh, he was like, I think she did it in support. And I was like, no. I no. doubt. I don't remember. Not being happy with the sets that you would post. Maybe would like be weird. 10 years ago on my website when I was really into managing my website, I had some older clips up. Right. Right. I forgot. The old HTML days, Kilmartin. Oh, man. <laughs> Those days. You remember that? That's not bad for a non-scripter. Oh, that's it. Um, so, oh, and the other weird thing about the Regan week, uh, he has a Morse code joke. Oh, no. Yeah, but nothing comparable. No. Oh, okay. Oh, I wasn't doing that in front of the nine-year-olds. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, that's, uh, yeah. Let's never mention what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Because, uh, but I, he was like, oh, can I hear it? And then I told it to him, but I, since he had, I had described it as such, he got it going in. But he was like, he thought it was hilarious, which yeah. I appreciate. Thank sure. you very much, uh, Brian Regan. And then, uh, yeah. So, but uh, he was like, yeah, he probably does not going to work in front of yeah. the theater crowds. And I was like, yeah, not really anything I want to do in front of the nine-year-olds. I'm melting. How hot is it in here? It's really freaking hot. Yes. Okay. And uh, we so. needed. I needed ver- verification from someone who's not going through menopause. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> it's hot. <sighs> well, then what happened? Uh, all right. Uh, I think we're at half hour. Aren't we? we are. All right. You want to do it? Do you want to do it? Oh, our comic of the week. Comic of the week. Janine Brito. Janine Brito. And yes. That's it's at Janine Brito. J a n i n e b r i t o. And she's great. San Francisco gal. Yep. Super smart. Very funny. Super funny. Great joke writer. Good joke writer. Adorbs. Mm-hmm. Got it going on. Yep. Janine Brito is it's smart, funny. All yeah. The, all the things you're looking for in a stand-up comic. <laughs> <turns out>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in a post, uh, f- post-late-night set funk. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. You got any I, new stuff? Eh, I have a couple new things, but they're... They're just like one-off jokes, and uh, I don't have like any bigger, grander ideas right now. All I have are huge ideas and no <laughs> punchlines. Actually, I'm working. The one chunk I am working on is is actually uh, coming together. So yeah. that's new, and I'm in a pre-late night set. Uh, oh, you're in a worry. different place completely. Completely, yeah. yeah. So, but. But I do have, and and there's part of me that just wants to do new stuff because I I have ideas for the first time in a couple of months. Yeah. So, but uh, so sad, too bad. Gonna have to work on my late night set, <laughs> which is do a you, quality problem. Between now and that, besides the Milwaukee weekend, what else do you? Are you just gonna be in L.A. then, or I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm just in L.A. until uh, yeah, I think until July for sure. Yeah. And um. That first week. So of July is this the place sure. where you can get the most spots? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. And Improv's been pretty supportive. Yeah. Of getting me up and yeah, uh, they were great to me too. So I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to running the heck out of it. Yeah. And uh, and just figuring out what's wrong with that last joke because uh, I just I think it's the timing. 
It's, I don't think I'm saying it any different, but I, I, I'll listen to tonight's set. Well, I, I did. But it's three times in a row that it doesn't work. Fuck. That happened, that, that happened to me a lot, where yeah. something all of a sudden, it's like whack-a-mole. Like, you're like, why? wait, 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 what happened? I thought this was completed and finished. Yep. Um, it really helped to go back like six months, mm-hmm. you know, and listen okay. to the way I was telling a joke and then go back a year and go, oh, wow, that was a really early iteration and it's much, <laughs> it's yeah. much tighter now. Yeah. But, the, but yeah, and to find um, the exact line I had right. abandoned. It's on, it's on, the, it's on the hero album, mm-hmm. that the joke, the last joke. And then it's also on from like three months ago. So I, I think I'll try that. I'll try December and then three months ago and then uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, you tonight. like have all your sets on it. I got iPhone, all my right? set on yeah. the iPhone. So it's uh, yeah, and so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna work the hell out of it and figure out what the heck I'm doing, just so mm-hmm. that I liked how how your set was clearly incredibly well re- well rehearsed, but you were still having a really good time. I could tell that you were having fun. Yeah, when you were up there. Yeah. So you hadn't like dragged all of the energy out of the. For some reason, even doing twenty eight sets in one week <laughs> did not make it wooden or tight. You know, too yeah. tight or anything. I guess right, like the night before. You know, right when you when you are about to go up or that day. Mm-hmm. You know, you've done all your work. You've gone. You've done all the. You've done what you're doing now, which is the what the fuck? Why isn't this thing working? And figuring it out and doing all that and doing all your sets and having anxiety attacks and going, I'm not ready. I want to postpone it and all that. And then when you get to your, it's, you know, 4.30 in the afternoon and mm-hmm. the, the theme to Conan comes on, you're like, okay, I'm here. Yeah. You know? I'm going to go do stand-up comedy. It turns you out. and me, we can go, I've been doing this for 30 years. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? And, you, and you, you can control, you've done all your homework. Yep. And, you know, you just pray, fingers crossed, the crowd is good. They're in a good mood. Right. Not too hot. Do we think, yeah, the Cole guest would be is nice. a rapist. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they've not rescheduled Mike Tyson for <laughs> my night. Hilarious. For you. For you, it would be kind of funny. I'd be like, he's a beloved figure. Don't worry about it, Jackie. <laughs> uh, do you have both of your ears? And, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. So then what happened? Oh, I was looking at the pictures that we do every week. Um, They're all awful. There's trouble, but uh, <laughs> but what I was looking at was I have this tooth that has turned. Oh yeah, and it comes up in every photo. It's been photoshopped in my headshots. Don't think it hasn't. Been. <laughs> and because uh, the the photographers are always like, I can fix that. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> uh, it seems cheaper than dental. Yeah. And uh, and I've talked to Andy about getting it fixed. He thinks it's cute, and I'm like, yeah. do you think it's cute, or do you think it's hey, I don't want to spend thousands of dollars to get that fixed cute, and uh, that's. I don't know. I don't know what to do about the the tooth. Huh. I'm just gonna leave it. But I thought I'd talk about it because real. I got nothing out. That's it. I'm literally out of notes. Well, it's it's interesting. Like I I every couple, uh, like every couple months, I go through the breast reduction argument in my head. Yeah. You know, I'm like, ah, oh, should I? Really? You know how what it would feel like? And I've lived, you know, twenty er, what thirty forty years like this. Mm-hmm. Maybe like. 35 years I've right. had like giant boobs honkers yeah. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another classy moment here on Jackie and Laura you guys I had one earlier and now <laughs> I can't remember even what it was you know like and am I why would I you know I'm gonna pay someone to cut me but then yeah. I then I, I talk to people that have had it done and they're they across the board say that this is the best thing they've ever done really yes I'm thinking of having all of my blood replaced. What? No, it's. Uh, I don't even know what to do. It's. Uh, it would be. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I, do you live with it at you know at this age? Do you go? Hey, I've been this way my whole life. Am I? Why change now? Never, or do you just I'm go? Never hey, this about my bothers so me, much. and it's always bothered me, and yeah, I know I want it to not bother me. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's. A, it's you know. It's such. It's, it's a personal. It's such a hugely personal decision. I'm yes. surprised there isn't legislation telling you that you can't do it. <laughs> It's, uh, <laughs> oh, that's a great joke. That's a great joke. Please. No, do go for it. It's your joke. I don't know what to do with it. We'll put it in the old back burner and that's start it. on it July 13th. Exactly. There we go. I've got, uh, I was thinking today, you know, like you just start, you're like, what haven't I talked about? And then there was some guy on stage tonight at the thing working on his uh, storytelling story for that TV show. Oh, yeah. Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah. Ari Shapiro show. Yeah. Which is now Roy uh, Woods Jr. is hosting it now. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I think Ari's still the executive producer, though. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, the uh, but it was about um, a, a New York comic named Doug. I can't mm-hmm. remember his last name, but uh, he was talking about how he stopped a rape in the uh, in the the subway. Wow. Yeah, and it was there were parts of it that were great for me. Anyway, but I was thinking about. <laughs> I was thinking about rape yeah. and the hilarity that was a possible, and I was thinking about date rape. Yeah, and I thought if I did a joke about date rape, one of the good things, not to you know to say that I'm changing the world or anything, one of the, <laughs> one of the good things that I could, you know what, you're gonna make date rape funny. I'm gonna make date rape funny for the first time in all millennia, all millennia, <laughs> four millennials. Uh, but I thought well, what, the reason to do, I sometimes I think, and this is overthinking. Yeah, because it's when you're desperate to do a joke about something that may not need to be joked about is you're like, no, no. The reason I might do a joke about date rape is so that I could define date rape and then find the funny about it. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with with because some people don't have it defined. Right. I mean, they they don't really know what that what it would be. Mm -hmm. And it's so there is there is like. Are you talking about a date rape that happened to you? Well, or... it would be, uh, I think it would be a date rape that happened to me and mm-hmm. then a date rape of what I tried to do with a gentleman because that would be the twist, right? Right. Because I used to, because when, when a date rape happens to you, in my opinion, mm-hmm. two thing, it happens two times. Yeah. Uh, in my experience, anyway, okay. uh, which is once when you are too young to know what it that is, no what means it is. no. Yeah, right, right, right. And then that or, your no means no. Right. Right. That if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Yeah. And then, or if yeah. you feel kind of weird about it, you can say no instead of like I'll just uh, g- g-, you know yeah just yeah you're right. And then the other time is if you're too drunk to say no. Yeah. And you're like I really don't want to do this. And then he's like No, let's really do it. It's not going to be that big of a deal. And you're like Oh, then just fuck me and leave. And then yeah, uh, which or is, you are saying no, and but you're too you drunk say, to get away. Right. Right. Or, right. Or but it's. But that's more coercive than just the sort of the real physically versus yes. emotionally ta- being um, talked into yeah. it. Yeah, emotionally being talked into it is still coercion. And yes. like ten years later, when you're eighteen and this happens, or twenty when this happens, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, that was non-consensual," or right. when you're when God, you're... every woman has that one where you're like, "Wait a minute, I <laughs> right?" Where I you're didn't like, say yes to that. Well, yeah. What happened? What did I sort of not I mean, say does, no to? He does think I'm cool. So, I mean, that's the that's the upshot of that date rape. Oh. <laughs> right. I'm a good sport. And He's never said a bad word about me. I mean, maybe it worked out. Right. And so to define it as... You know, these two experiences that that this is that is actually date rape. That is the definition of it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. And then I remember like I've never uh, to my knowledge, uh, mm-hmm. gentlemen, feel free to come forward uh, is. Uh, <laughs> but I remember aggressively being drunk and aggressively hitting on dudes. Yeah. And, and hitting being, on them. It, but, what's and, that mean? Like saying, saying let's just verbally? It. Yeah, let's oh, just okay. do it. Let's yeah. just do it. Really? Know. That was yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm super romantic, and I've always been romantic. Like you this. would, you would actually say, "Let's just do it." God knows what I was. I was very, very drunk. Right. Okay. And I'd be like, "You know what?" Uh, it wasn't hard to talk you into stuff. Well, if I was out of beer and there was just a dude there yeah. that I had always liked, uh, yeah. But I have been turned. But you down. had to be out of beer first, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> And out of football, no, it was like I would be such a guy about it, but it would be caricature. But uh, but the but I it never worked. Mm-hmm. That that is never something that has ever worked. Let's just do it, or me aggressively going. So do you want to go? That <laughs> never really. Yeah. But it was. Um. So, but I but I can see how that might be. Because I think that guys do get into situations where women are like, well, let's just do it. And you're like, oh, I don't really want to. And then and then you end up doing it mm-hmm. with some – a man would do it with some woman who didn't, he didn't want to do it. That is also date rape, which might be an interesting perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Wait. Like okay. you can get talked – like the thing is, is – Well, I mean, it's – I being ta- – it's, it, it's hard to define because you're being yes. talked into something – um, that, that that's part of the that's problem where as well. the uh, the uh, age um, the age limit helps 
you know? Like, a 16-year-old can be talked into stuff. That's why you're not allowed to have sex with a 16-year-old. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, 18-year-old isn't that much older than a 16-year-old. But, you know, it depends on the 18-year-old. But a, a but lot gotta, of them gotta can be talked into things they don't really feel like doing. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's, like, the legal definition yeah, I don't know what the rape. legal definition is there. There's a Jackie Cation definition of date rape <laughs> of, that well, might there, be different. You know what? There's a Jackie Cation definition of everything, and it's <laughs> monumentally arbitrary, <laughs> and it's full of opinion, and uh, and it could change probably uh, as soon as somebody defines it to me. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. Go ahead. What? What's no, happening? The, I'm talking to the audience who is now going to be t tweeting at me, emailing me, DMing me, Facebooking me, and all the things You that need people... to cut yourself off from people. <laughs> <laughs> too much access too much access oh that's uh possibly the name of this episode i my show tonight was canceled what it was just like at a at a were. little gig and um i got there and they're like no one we're gonna call it there's just a, a room full of disappointed comedians right right and that nobody happens. just wanted to run lines nobody just wanted to run jokes yeah where was um, it was it in in uh, was I don't it in want an out the gig no, in you, case a person right, but you know, in the valley like, in in Hollywood uh, in the east east it was east yeah that'll happen I mean I I've done it and the thing is, is it's so hard to run a room oh my god that I would yeah. never I would, I would never, never shit yes. on somebody's they they're doing the Lord's work as yeah, far as yeah. I'm concerned I don't want to do it yeah. have you ever run a room no uh uh once I ran a room when I first started a comic running a room that meant that they weren't really a comic. Yes. And that changed like 10 years ago, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe 15, maybe 15 years 15? ago. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it's like it's like selling it's like, stuff. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, all yeah. The, the rules. Yeah, you're right. In the middle of our in the middle of our careers. Yeah. Now we yeah. could run rooms and we could sell merch after every show and yep. we'd still be the diehard indie comics. That we are today. That we aren't <laughs> at all and have never been. <laughs> it's uh, play them all. Play all the rooms. It's. um. Yeah, now that I have a TV date, all I want to do is eat everything in front of me. Right. I just uh, should probably not eat anything for the next three weeks and then be super weak. Do you know your... <laughs> no, don't change anything. Just, yeah, just keep going. Just do your five. Keep doing just your do, five. Yeah, just do your five and get the hell out of the way. That's yeah. All. Yep. Um, and hope that and try to just do fives instead of doing five in a 20. In the middle of a 12. Yeah, if you can. Yeah. Because yeah. you can probably get on more shows. I just want... If oh, you're... Yeah. Who can turn down super. aside for the comic strip? Right. I just want to do five minutes for my Conan. <laughs> I just want to do five for my Conan. Yeah, yeah. That it should be easy to get a work in everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I could probably pick up two or three sets a night until the end of time. Mm -hmm. uh, I, sadly, going out of town on Thursday tomorrow night. Going to go see uh, a play. Yeah, Book of Mormon. I saw that on Sunday. Oh, did you get to see it? Yes. Yeah, it was good. Oh, super it's fun. It's hard to sit. Did you? I, I mean, did it's you bring hard. the boy. No, I went. I took it was a friend dirty. of mine. Yeah, it's filth. Yeah, I was going to, and then someone said there's a song about raping a baby. I'm like, he not not till he's eleven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, he's dark, but not that. Yeah, dark. <laughs> he could take a, a rough joke, but not, not too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I just don't want to explain yeah. what that is yet. Um, yeah, so uh, I have like two yeah, weekends of uh, of road road work. Oh yeah, two two weekends. Um, when this drops, I'll be at uh, Acme the next weekend. Oh my gosh, in Minneapolis. So come yes, out. and um, Minneapolis. Yeah. show up. Yes, and then I um, I'll have. Do you want to bring t-shirts? You know we have t-shirts now. <laughs> I do, but I have you a could, couple. Of, oh, that's right. This you is have your... one of each size. I yes. brought you like essentially if you want to give the boy one, and you yeah, know. Um, <laughs> I gave one to Kyle. It's uh, but yeah, if you want to bring merch, yeah, yeah, what the heck? Do you have uh, hard copies of Forty Five? I don't. Okay, not yet. And I have hard copies of my old CD. You gonna bring those? Oh, I can't. I can't bear to look at it. <laughs> well, so it's, um. I... Yeah, so uh, I want everyone to buy because uh, we only got a hundred printed. Yeah, and I want to. And Paige Branson did an amazing design. Yeah, and I would like to sell these hundred and then do a new design. Okay. What yeah. Do you cool. Think? Yeah. Sure. Limited and edition. They, and, and if they sell uh, quick enough, we will go uh, union made next time. Okay. <laughs> I say. All right. Because cool. this time they somebody are wants to fuck a cabbie. <laughs> Somebody has some guilt. Uh, and I do. But the thing is, is if they sell well, 
I'm I'm more I love those Bayside Union made that the Dork Forest ones and my and my Spooky Reading Girl ones are on. Yeah, and these ones are good. They're gilded and heavy cotton, which are the best toddler made. Uh, they're the ones that hang right, you know. Yeah. as far as I'm concerned, and I don't know what you're saying. It's I'm a talking t-shirt. Thank you for but, doing all the homework on right. This. Why don't you uh, talk to me about some code? <laughs> uh, what is it? Is it? I, I remember basic. If then, <laughs> no. Well, yeah, that's like old code. Old tiny code. What do you got? Uh, Anything? I'm about out. Where are we at? We're yeah. 54. <gasps> oh, that's sweet. That's pretty good. That's not bad. So let Google <laughs> Eliza and see what's happening. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Jesselnik one? No. The tweet? Yeah. Oh, I read that was, I heard later that he was actually being supportive. Like, he wasn't trying to be ironic. He was genuinely being supportive that he likes it when someone throws half the comedy population under a bus. Yeah, because he's Jesselnik. I mean, who thought that he wasn't <laughs> supportive of... Uh, there were a lot of people. Oh, so, I don't so think, they thought that he was being supportive of, right. of women comics yes. as a whole? <laughs> <laughs> what about all the male comics who fucking loved this? They loved to see us oh. going at it. And it, it was right. a very white girl comic uh, yes. response. Well, I, you know? all of... Yes, the 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 black and brown comics that are women, they were like, oh, my God, she's not even thinking about us at all. Oh, ever. yeah, she didn't include. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was not it was like she's not she has no. And so, yeah, yeah, but, it, was, it was very women sound alike. Oh, oh excuse me. White women sound alike. <laughs> and those are the only yeah. women I'm talking about. Right. Those are the only women. And you're just yeah. like, uh, and but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and I. I did get one comment from a, a, a young white dude about how, well, she's okay. She does this, you know, that's not a, she's not wrong. And I was like, hey, man, I don't mean to cock block your dreams uh, of sleeping with Liza Schlesinger, but uh, it wasn't cool. It was annoying. And uh, and she shouldn't have said it well, out what's loud. not wrong mean? That he, women do a lot of pussy, pussy jokes? jokes and, and they all sound alike is what he was saying. Well, first, first of all, everyone in their first five years sounds alike. You're yeah. all bouncing off of each other. So, are you comparing women who are just starting to each other? Yeah, yeah. All new. Please do. Yeah, and a lot of new male comics kind of all sound alike, or they sound like the people yeah. that they listen to a lot. You yeah. know, I you they sound like Bill Burr. There's a whole bunch of people that sound like Bill Burr now. They used to sound like David Tell. You know, right. so everyone sounds like each other. It takes fucking decades to sound like yourself. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, yeah. It's you want to tell me that Liza Eliza doesn't sound like herself yet because she hasn't been doing it that long. Yeah, she's ten years less in. than ten years. Yeah, that's nothing. Right. In terms of developing your voice, yeah. that's nothing. Yeah, would I think seven you start to get some 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 personality. Yes. And uh and you then, separate yourself a little bit. Yeah, and then I don't know. But I maybe would, other people are on different, more accelerated paths or something. But, oh, I but basically one guy. it takes a long time to have your find your own voice. Literally. I've known thousands of comics. I know one dude who went from MC to headliner in like Three years. And he was, but he started when he was almost 40. So, so he was already a, he, had, he you was have a, a life and a human voice being. and a thing. Yeah. yeah. He was a complete human being before he came in. Yeah. But he was not a writer or a performer. Mm -hmm. He was just, he was in the Marines. Oh, Weird. interesting. Yeah. 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 So, um, Dave Mortal from oh, yeah. the first season of Last Comic. Is he living up in the woods or something? He has a farm on the outside of. Uh, he does radio in uh, in Minneapolis, and uh, he essentially he got all this uh, a lot of pub from Last Comic Standing. Yeah. And one of my favorite things was right after he, on his website there was a thing that said, "You think you want me for your corporate? You don't." <laughs> greatest that's awesome it was, he was like yeah and then he went and he did the road like 35 40 weeks at first because remember that of first course, that yeah. first couple of years of they, last got, they were famous rich voss steph fan cory kahaney you got a year's worth of work and you could get 40 weeks out of it oh but then God. you had to get yourself rebooked yeah i mean you got that work from last comic standing wow but it was like it was like your dad getting you a job and you had to keep the job yeah so and it didn't work for everybody right some people never went back or you're you blinking at me right now <laughs> or, what does that mean what does that mean oh, again morse code and, uh, <laughs> whose name am i spelling <laughs> and but it's yeah it's weird that that uh but you can't, yeah, you, it, yeah. I don't know. I felt it all fell apart. Um, I, I ran into Kim Bell oh. and uh, 
he, I think he's doing like, I'm like, you've, you're doing it perfectly. Like he still lives in the Bay area. You oh, know, his he's kids still are, living your dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like living, you know, we all live in LA or New York. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's not everyone's dream city. Right. And if not you could live does, anywhere, I mean, like, do you know, Johnny, Portland or- Journey, Johnny Hardwick, the guy who, um, he's a comic from Austin and he did, he was on, fuck it. It was a, uh, an animated show. Um, it wasn't the Simpsons, obviously. Right. It, it was Johnny like Hardwick. Yes. It was like a Southern kind of Southern based animated show. You Hank, the Hank. Oh, yeah. He was on King of the Hill. Okay. And he was making King of the Hill money and he just decided to live in Austin. And I'm like, and just have a great life. You know, yeah, Martha Kelly. That was, must be nice. Did I tell you I was I, I had dinner with Martha Kelly yeah. in Austin? Yeah. And we had the greatest conversation. It was just she's like, Yeah, I'm just gonna come here in between baskets and live here with my dog and hang out with my friends and do sets. She was doing a set at a coffee shop. That's uh, all you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. She was at, she was it was it looked pretty sweet, her life. Fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so Kamal he's he's working very hard. You know, he's got a show on oh CNN and yeah. he's he's directing a documentary. Oh, is he? Yes. And uh but he's got two kids, they live in the East Bay and you know, it's like that's that's he's nice. He's a great comic and uh, yeah. and just good people. He's just a good guy. And that's a guy but he's so freaking hilarious. Man. He's very funny. And that's okay. He was actually changing minds, you know? Well, not right, announcing on, it, but doing just showing yeah, up and doing it. Just showing up and doing it, which is the only way it can be done. Yes. It's not, you don't, there's no trumpets, you know, <laughs> having it. Oh, look at this. We're done. One minute. No, that means you're done. Oh, Jesus God. That means one hour. Rant over. Bye. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.